Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com coming to you from right outside Banker's Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, where the Arkansas Razorbacks just wrapped up an 85-68 to opening round victory over Colgate to advance to the round of 32. Oh, my goodness. That was... Uh, quite the interesting game was it not you know I, I thought the Razorbacks played well at times I thought they struggled at times but early on things were a little bit dicey you know maybe the Razorbacks had some nerves uh, or some jitters coming out there uh, to open up the game that could be the case you know it wasn't a lot of scoring from either team right away uh, throughout the ball game but then as Arkansas kind of settled in and, and got used to I think having their feet underneath them there in the NCAA tournament Colgate really started to get things going. You know, I, I talked about it on Hog Hoops Live beforehand. I, you know, the recipe for Colgate maybe to, to run away and, and, you know, get an upset here, two things had to happen. One, Arkansas would have had to play really bad. Two, Colgate would have had to shoot really well. And it looked like that was kind of the recipe for what was going on there inside Banker's Life for probably the first 16 minutes or so. Uh, you know, they got hot. At one point you look up and Arkansas is down 33 to 19 with about four minutes to go in the first half. And you're wondering, man, this, this is not gonna happen to us, is it? If you're a Razorbacks fan, they needed a spark. They needed something to get them going. That spark turned out to be Devo Davis. Arkansas is down 14, he gets a big steal, goes coast to coast, knocks in a layup. Gets another steal, goes coast to coast, drops one off to Desi Sills who finishes it. It's only a 10 point game at that point, but it forced the Colgate timeout and it really got the Razorbacks going, right? So then they started playing with the intensity and the aggression that we've grown accustomed to throughout the course of the season. So, you know, at that point you're thinking, all right, maybe they can chip into this thing a little bit more, get into halftime with a comfortable deficit and really get things going in the second half. No, they really got it rolling. A 17-0 run by the Razorbacks to close things out there in the first half. It was absolutely huge. I mean, it was absolutely huge. Uh, you know, again, Devo Davis comes through at the, in the clutch there right before the buzzer. You know, he got loose. Uh, Arkansas got the ball with about five seconds left. He goes coast to coast, finishes the basket uh, right before the horn. Arkansas actually goes into the half with a 36 to 33 lead. Whew. At that point, you exhale a little bit, right? I, I know that's exactly what I did. I took a big deep breath and I said, okay, I think the Razorbacks are in a pretty good spot now. They're gonna pull away in the second half. All is right in the world. Wrong again. Colgate came out, they were white hot in the second half. They retake the lead there pretty early and you got some back and forth, but at one point you look up and Arkansas is down 50 to 44. It's a six point game. You're thinking, man, here we go again. This is gonna come down to the wire. Arkansas needs a spark again. Who's it gonna come from? This time it was JD Note. You know, Devo, again, you know, he was kind of caught in no man's land down there in, in the paint around the block area. And he had that crazy, like, between the legs kick out pass to Note, uh, who drilled the three there. And that got Arkansas going. I think Note at that point scored 9 of 11, or maybe it was 11 of 13, you know, the next points there for the Razorbacks. That was clutch. It kind of got him in the lead, got him a little bit of a cushion, got the confidence back. 
it was really nice to see it and they pull away and win 85 68 you know i think the turning point in the game was when arkansas decided to go small you know you're coming in you start connor van over in that game okay you turn to jalen williams okay ethan henderson gets a look weren't really getting a lot out of that position and, and colgate was causing some problems for arkansas defensively so uh, you know, Musselman makes the adjustment. He goes with the small ball lineup. He goes four guards with Justin Smith playing the five, and that looked to be the formula. They were able to really start generating some turnovers and getting out in transition and really fueling their offense with their defense, and that was what was critical. This is a Colgate team that doesn't turn the ball over much. They turn it over over 20 times today. Arkansas turned into 31 points on the other end. That's kind of the difference in your ball game, right? Justin Smith was phenomenal, you know, making his NCAA tournament debut to go for 29 points and 13 rebounds. He really came up huge, you know, as a, as a senior, a leader, a veteran on this team. The moment wasn't too big for him, and he performed. was really good around the rim. He got some steals and got out in transition. Uh, and, you know, for an Arkansas team that kind of surprisingly struggled, I thought, on the glass, you know, for him to get 13 rebounds there and get some of those big tip-ins when shots weren't really falling for the Razorbacks, it was huge. You know, we talk about those veterans, you know, Musselman brought in these grad transfers, you know, to come in and provide some leadership on a, you know, a new roster. We'll insert Jalen Tate. You know, he's one of the few guys, maybe the only guy that's been in the NCAA tournament before on this Arkansas roster, right? You know, he played there at Northern Kentucky, went one year and was injured, but he played another year and the moment wasn't too big for him. And it was really good to see him play well, especially considering, hey, what's going on guys? Go Beavers! No, Razorbacks, Razorbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Razorbacks, bro, eight and a half. There we go. <laughs> we, get, look, we get some Oregon State fans coming out, but they're, they're Razorbacks when I asked them to be, so we'll take it. Uh, but, you know, back to Jalen Tate. He's a guy that had really been struggling for a while, uh, you know, through the SEC tournament, kind of down the stretch. Aside from that Texas A&M game, close out the regular season he hadn't been playing that well but came up big you know he had some big baskets he was doing the old man YMCA backing down his defender from you know the the three-point line all the way down to the block and then he was just kind of looking over his shoulder waiting for Justin Smith to make a cut and then he'd hit him with it you know underneath the rim for an easy bucket those guys had a really nice two-man game going he was big on the glass so the two seniors really stepping up there for the Razorbacks you think about Note you know six man of the year it didn't start the game. Obviously, that's what a six-man is for. Uh, kind of a slow start for him in the first half, but then in the second half, um, you know, I thought he really did a nice job of, of sparking that rally for the Razorbacks. He finishes with 14 points, made some big plays. And then you think about the young guys, Moses Moody and Devontae Davis, freshmen making an impact here at the NCAA tournament. You know, Moody uh, didn't, you know, he kind of had a quiet second half there. Uh, but in the beginning of the game, when Arkansas was really struggling to get some baskets and get some rhythm going on the offensive end of things, I thought he did a really nice job of getting some buckets early and, and kind of keeping Arkansas going, uh, you know, when, when they didn't really have a lot of rhythm and flow to the offense. So good job on Moody there. He finished with a dozen. We talked about Devo Davis providing the spark. He finished with a dozen as well. So that's five Razorbacks finishing in double figures. Uh, but again, I really think it was the defense that fueled the offense for the Razorbacks. You know, they broke out the full court press and it paid dividends for them in the end. You know, so, hey, it, it doesn't have to be pretty. Sometimes it's going to be ugly. It doesn't matter how many points it's by. It's all about survive and advance when you get to this point. And the Razorbacks did just that. They did just that. They win and they move on. 
know, they did a nice job on Colgate. You know, that star guard, Jordan Burns, kid's a player. You know, I got to see him in person right, you know, this time, and, and he was more impressive in person than he is on film. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, but, you know, he's a guy who dropped 32 on Tennessee um, a couple years ago in the NCAA tournament, and you're thinking, you know, if he's able to do that against the Razorbacks, they could have some trouble here. Uh, but it didn't happen. They actually held him scoreless in the first half. Got going a little bit in the second half. I think he had 13 points or so. But they forced him into six turnovers, a guy that usually takes really good care of the basketball. So, uh, you know, again, nice job on the defensive end by the Razorbacks. They survive and they advance. Last check before I got ushered out. They ushered us out of the arena pretty quick. They got to get everything cleaned and sanitized before the next game. You know, they got us, got us ushered out of there pretty quick. But last I checked, Texas Tech was up 16 on Utah State late in that game. Looks like in the round of 32 with a, an opportunity to make it back to the Sweet 16 for the first time in over 25 years, it's going to be the Razorbacks versus the Red Raiders. And, you know, you think about that matchup, and it's so exciting, right? It's so interesting. You got Eric Musselman versus Chris Beard. I mean, that's a, that's a heavyweight matchup between coaches right there, if you think about it. Two of the best X's and O's guys in the game. You got two of the best defensive teams in the country. You know, Texas Tech is known for that. They're a physical group. They grind you down. Arkansas, I think, is underrated on the defensive end. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people talk about how they score the basketball and the star power with Moses Moody and Justin Smith. But I thought Arkansas uh, played great defense today. They're a top 15 team in the country when it comes to defensive efficiency. So good on them. All right, so it's going to be a slugfest. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what Arkansas tries to do. Are they going to play at Texas Tech's pace and, and really grind the game down and play slow? They've proven they can win that type of grinder, slugfest type of game. Maybe that's the route they go. Are they going to try to speed it up again and, and you know, play some small ball and pressure a little bit? This isn't the biggest Texas Tech team in the world, uh, so maybe they try to do that and speed the game up. It's going to be fascinating to see what Musselman comes up with. And then you think about Texas Tech, they've got the star guard and Mac McClung who can really fill it up, the transfer from Georgetown. So what's Arkansas going to do to shut him down? Because that's Musselman. His defensive game plan starts with how do we shut down the opposing team's best player? What are they going to have in store for Mac McClung? You know, you, you think about going into this next game with, with the opportunity ahead. The jitters are gone now for the Razorbacks. That's over with. It's done with. They're settled in. Now it's all about getting over that hump and getting into the second weekend. You know, I, I like the matchup for the Razorbacks. You think about Moses Moody, who, again, he had 12 points, but a real quiet second half. He could be in line to have a big game against the Red Raiders on Sunday. Uh, you know, Justin Smith, is he able to carry it over? We'll see. But, hey, it's a good day to be a Razorback fan. Enjoy it. The Hogs win. They're moving on. They're going to play on Sunday. We don't know what time it's going to be. We don't know what arena it's going to be in, but they're playing with an opportunity going into a Sweet 16. You can't ask for anything more. Arkansas Razorbacks fans, enjoy it. We will be back from you live from uh, wherever the Razorbacks play from on Sunday. Again, this has been Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com. Appreciate you taking a look at the video. Appreciate you following along. We'll talk to you next time. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.